Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Amnesty International uh, certainly don't see him as a champion of anyone. I'm going to be speaking to uh, Patrick Corrigan very shortly. Let me speak to the East Antrim MP, Sammy Wilson. Sammy, Good morning. Good morning. Um, the President of the United States on a state visit, would you be shaking his hand, dining with him, saluting him, seeing him as an example of a statesman per excellence? I'd be more than happy to shake his hand, especially at this particular time when he is coming, first of all, to remember the large number of Americans who came here um, and fought to uh, free Europe from fascism and to save this country from falling under the heel of Hitler during the war. Uh, secondly, of course, he, he is and his country is still our ally uh, in a world which is uh, beset by terrorism um, and we need the American security and American intelligence. And thirdly, of course, he um, wants to come and talk about trade deals uh, with America once we leave the uh, EU. And don't forget, um, America is one of our major investors in Northern Ireland. It's a major market for Northern Ireland exports. And why would anyone not wish to welcome uh, a person who is the leader of the largest nation, the most economically um, rich nation in the world, and one which is our natural ally? You don't see any flaws because a lot of people would be thinking of how he treats his neighbours in Mexico, how he treats those who are white supremacists in in America, how he has an attitude towards women. The, the list is almost endless of, of criticism of Donald Trump. Well, of course, you know, the people who make those criticisms were very silent when the president of China came to um, the United Kingdom. Indeed, Jeremy Corbyn went to the state banquet for the president of China, met the president of China, welcomed the president of China, and his country is guilty of the most horrible persecution of Christians, Muslims, uh, prisoners, uh, harvesting their, uh, their, their organs for sale, and of course suppressing democracy, um, uh, uh, responsible for the, the, um, the disappearance of booksellers in Hong Kong because the, the regime doesn't like what they're up to. Uh, there didn't seem to be any such um, qualms about inviting and welcoming such an individual. So with all its flaws and with all his flaws, I think that um, President Trump uh, is far, far more worthy of a state welcome 
and of our recognition than some of the other people who have been welcomed here by the opposition. And, and you know, I know you're going to speak to Patrick Corrigan in a moment or two. I never noticed Amnesty International carrying out protests in Belfast when the President of China was here, um, despite the fact that his country is guilty of massive and well-documented human rights abuses. And would you object to Chinese investment in East Antrim? No, I wouldn't, and it's one of the reasons why I didn't protest against the Chinese coming. With all of their faults, we've got to recognise that they're a major economic power. There are other ways of getting over a message that you dislike what they uh, do to uh, people within their own country. And indeed, I've taken part in debates here in the House of Commons, signed letters in the House of Commons um, uh, to uh, the Chinese authorities um, opposing some of the things they do in their own country. But you've got to recognise in the world of real politics that um, you've, these, are, these are people with whom you've got to deal. It's how you deal with them. And this kind of childish petulance where, um, you know, you don't like Donald Trump, so therefore you offend the whole country by uh, his whole country by um, ignoring him or by... Uh, protesting and being nasty about them, I think is just uh, madness. Yeah, but, but, but what you're... as well, because if you're going to do that, you've got to do it equally across but, all of the countries. And that, in that case, probably every country in the world has its flaws, so you wouldn't be welcoming anybody. Yes, but what you're saying really, Sammy, was, and it's a damning criticism of China that you went through there, that where there's money involved, you can ignore human rights abuses. No, you don't ignore human rights abuses. What you do is you raise them in a way um, which uh, does not, at the same time, stop you having some influence and stopping, stop you gaining some of the benefits that um, there are from having um, uh, connections with major economic powers. I mean, we do the same with a whole lot of other countries across the world, um, and our industries depend upon that. And if we didn't trade with every country with whom we have some disagreement about their internal politics, we wouldn't trade at all. So when Boris, and it looks like as if he might be the next Prime Minister, and he's right out there in pole position with the President of the United States, you, you see, you see, I'm not going to say nothing but benefit, but you see significant benefit for Britain if you have a, a, a really a line that stretches from the President of the United States through the likes of Boris Johnson, and we could even stretch the line through to the, the DUP. Well, I see immense benefits, and we already reap immense benefits from our connections with America. Don't forget, in Northern Ireland, America is our biggest external investor. Uh, thousands of jobs have come as a result of American investment. We have a rich uh, historical contact with um, America because, of course, many of the presidents of America came from Northern Ireland or had descendants in Northern Ireland with the Ulster Scots uh, connections. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a country in which we in Western Europe depend for our security whether that's through NATO or whether it's through the intelligence gathering that the Americans have about terrorist groups across the world who wish to do us harm. And for those reasons, we need to keep good relations with them. Would you be confident that those good relations and that trade that there would be between or new deals there would be between uh, Britain and America wouldn't lead to the demise of the NHS considering the power of the American pharmaceuticals and the, the, the power of Trump? I find this amazing, Frank. Um, why would we turn our back on a trade deal with America 
if, for example, it brings cheaper drugs to deal with uh, the many ailments, cancer, other ailments that people in the United Kingdom face. We want a more efficient health service, and I don't see any difficulty in a trade deal. In fact, it would be madness to say, oh, because these drugs were made in America by American pharmaceutical firms, we don't want to buy them. Um, if they are selling us um, goods, for example, for the National Health Service, which will benefit the people of um, Northern Ireland and the United Kingdom, which will help us to treat more effectively the ailments which they have, then I think it's our duty to explore those trade deals. And those who suggest that the NHS may be at risk somewhere down the line if we follow the, the Trump direction, you, you, think, you think that's scaremongering? I think it's, it's totally scaremongering uh, because, of course, the NHS will still and will always be um, uh, publicly funded. Uh, but, you know, we, we already buy in services from the private sector in the United Kingdom for the NHS. We buy in services for the NHS from the rest of Europe at present. Uh, but mostly it's publicly funded. But where there are efficiencies to be gained from um, training and from getting the experience from other countries, well, why wouldn't we do it? At the end of the day, this is not about whether an, um, an organisation is state-owned. What's the purpose of the NHS? The purpose of the NHS is to provide health provision for people in the United Kingdom. And, and if there are, uh, and if we find uh, more efficient ways of providing that, then we ought to do that. But of course, the the, the whole the principle of the NHS should be that. If you need health care, it's free at the point of need. Now, uh, how you provide that and how you provide those services which are free at the point of need is a, a, a discussion which politicians will have continually. And you're still where you always were in terms of global warming. Are you with Trump on that, that we don't have to take drastic action to, to save the planet? You were a, a global warmer climate change denier very recently, Sammy. I, I am. I, I mean, I, well, no, I'm not a climate change denier. I recognise, as Donald Trump recognises, that the climate of the world has been changing over the whole history of this planet. It's changed by mostly by natural phenomena, not by the actions, uh, uh, the puny actions of of man. And indeed, Donald Trump, in pursuing the policy and the practical implications of his policy, of course, have been important for the American people because since he has taken over, he's revived the coal industry, providing thousands of jobs for poor people in Pennsylvania. He has brought down gas prices through allowing fracking, which has meant that a lot of industries which went to the Far East are now returning to America, creating employment in America, and it's been good for the economy. One of the reasons why um, I heard businessmen on this morning on Radio 4 saying that actually business is quite pleased with Trump in America because of the way the economy is going. Why is the economy going as well? Because any economy is driven by cheap energy and um, by ignoring the siren voices about burying fossil fuels in the ground and using them for the good of the economy, Donald Trump has helped to deliver uh, jobs and um, cheaper fuel and better economic prospects for millions of people in America. One of the reasons why I think that the economic model which he is pursuing is one which we should be looking at here as well. You could be his environment minister, Sammy, the way you speak. There'd be people... I'd be more than happy to... (laughs) Well, first of all, be excluded. Uh, I'm not a citizen, but I'd be more than happy to 
share in many of the, the economic, environmental views which he has expressed and which, by the way, the test of them has been what has been the impact on the American economy. And the American economy is booming at present when Europe's economy is declining and that has implications for jobs here in the United Kingdom. The American economy has been booming and that has driven economic growth in other parts of the world, including here because we have actually a trade surplus with America at present because the American economy is booming. That's good for people in, um, in Northern Ireland. It's good for people in the United Kingdom. And it's good for the rest of the world. And one of the reasons why I think that people should welcome uh, someone like uh, Donald Trump, who has actually grabbed grabbed the American economy, has uh, pl- uh, planned a route through for it, and has delivered on many of the promises which he made to some of the poorest people in America, by the way. But of course, um, it's some of those industries which uh, have been in decline that are now um, in, in improving, and that has created jobs for people in areas where he promised he would do uh, the, the job creation. Everything you say flies in the face of the Greens, the people who are on the rise. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Across Europe, every single comment you make will make a person who has the environment to their heart scream in anguish the way you analyse uh, politics uh, Sammy Wilson uh, Well uh, and I think that every person who, who thinks sensibly about what the Greens would say would scream in anguish as well because of course what what, what are, are, are these people advocating hypocritically by the way because when I listen to many of the Greens here who are quite happy to tr- run, run off to climate change conferences halfway around the world burning fossil fuels to get there Thousands of them go, um, and uh, they, they lead. Very many of them are middle class people who enjoy their holidays in Spain and America and, and further parts of the world. Um, but they preach to the rest of us that we've got to eat less meat, we've got to stop driving our cars, we've got to stop flying on our holidays, we've got to um, change our lifestyles, etc. Um, but at the same time, um, they uh, uh, have uh, they themselves don't change their lifestyle uh, very much and you know just this 
week uh, say that the Mayor of London has been condemned for talking about uh, climate um, catastrophe while at the same time he has flown around the world, I don't know many times um, to go to various conferences um, etc and, and just recently of course today he's been um, he's been uh, condemned for flying off to Madrid to see the uh, European uh, Cup final, while at the same time he's telling people that you've got to change your your your, your practices because of the danger to the environment. So there is a degree of hypocrisy, and I I suspect that one of the reasons why, um, although there's been a rise in the, in, in uh, the vote for the Green Party, there's still uh, many many, in fact, the majority of people ignore the kinds of things that they're talking about because they're not prepared to accept the change in their lifestyle. Um, that uh, the Greens are demanding while at the same time um, some of those who are demanding those changes are quite happy to uh, continue doing the things which um, they're telling people not to do. Okay, Sammy Wilson, uh, thank you very much. Putting the point on behalf of everyone who's in favour of Donald Trump. Sammy Wilson, the MP for East Antrim. Should emphasise, of course, the Mayor of London is not a member of the Green Party, just in case for one moment you would have thought that he was from that conversation. Uh, Patrick Corrigan from Amnesty International will put the other perspective in just a moment here on U105. If you are just joining us, uh, good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. Good morning. This is the U105 phone-in. Uh, just stop calling her... Sorry, just call her the Queen and stop calling her Her Majesty the Queen. It's embarrassing listening to you. Never mind Trump, says Mark. Mark, good morning to you. I do call her Her Majesty the Queen and I make reference to the Pope as His Holiness the Pope. That's just the way I was brought up. Um, love Donald Trump, not to say uh, he's not afraid to say what he likes. Freedom of speech, something we don't have anymore. He's a man proud of his country and the flag of the United States. We can't even fly our flag in these parts. Uh, therefore denying me and the Protestant people of Northern Ireland our human rights to fly our flag, says Pauline. Good morning, Pauline. I'm sure you're glad you've got that off your chest. Um, I, Frank, typical of the DUP, as long as we get money, we can't uh, protest against them. It's a joke, says Connor. Uh, Sammy Motormouth Wilson says this one. Uh, ask Sammy, did he see the chlorinated chicken programme on Channel 4 uh, last night? Uh, love hearing Sammy Wilson asking for a fair and balanced treatment of Donald Trump. He is an expert. And by the way, the NHS will be broken up and sold off as privatisation by stealth is already happening thanks to the Conservatives. Uh, this one says, uh, Frank, anything that has connection with the crown or Britishness, you'll never be behind the door at putting the boot into it, says Brian in Lisbon. Dear, oh, that's uh, some commentary, considering I've just had like seven or eight minutes with Sammy Wilson. We ask him an occasional hard question. You're putting the boot into our Britishness. This one says, uh, Sammy, money, 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 DUP in a nutshell, says Quick Mick. This one says, what a greedy fool, Sammy uh, sounds like. And uh, uh, say hello to Shipyard Frankie, who's enjoying this conversation with Sammy Wilson. Say the boys at the shipyard, um, good morning. And uh, Sammy using the words hypocritical preach and flying around the world. What a joke. You couldn't make it up. Let me speak to Patrick Corrigan from Amnesty International. Patrick, good morning. Morning, Frank. We had a very stout presentation from Sammy Wilson. I did ask him relevant questions along the way, but he went as far as to say that he'd be proud to be 
Donald Trump's environment minister. Uh, that's how much respect he has for Donald Trump and all his policies. Uh, Patrick, I, I reckon your analysis from Amnesty International won't be as glowing. Uh, probably have a, a slightly different perspective to Mr. Wilson. I mean, I just caught the tail end of that interview, um, and it was, what can I say, uh, remarkable. Um, I suppose on the one side you have uh, the world's scientists and the United Nations Climate Change Panel, and on the other side you have Donald Trump and Sammy Wilson. Uh, and ultimately it's up to the public to uh, to take their pick there about who has the science right and, and, and who has most concern for the future of our planets and for future generations, our children and our grandchildren and their children, what sort of place uh, they will have to live. And I suppose one of our concerns is indeed about how uh, the Trump presidency has withdrawn its support, withdrawn from the, the United States support for the, the Paris Agreement on the climate emergency that the planet's now facing. But that's just this was the, the start of a litany of concerns that we have. He has blocked the work of the International Criminal Court, which is charged with bringing the world's war criminals to justice. He's withdrawn the United States from the UN Human Rights Council, the, the foremost human rights body in the world. He's withdrawn the US from the Global Arms Trade Treaty, which is tasked with putting controls on the flow of weapons uh, to abusers, human rights abusers uh, around the world. Uh, and that's just as we've had an international policy, obviously, within the US as well. He has imposed uh, the uh, new, new restrictions where they've separated uh, migrant children from their families and locked them up. Um, he has talked about journalists being enemies of the state in a, in a very dangerous climate. Okay, but Patrick, let me come in there just on, uh, Patrick, let me come in there on one of them, because one of these is important, considering a lady called Val, or maybe a gentleman, but a person called Val has been in touch with us since that conversation with Sammy Wilson. It's a very good point. Uh, Val says, I wish you'd challenge Sammy more on his support of Trump and how he feels about unaccompanied minors in camps. Now, unaccompanied children in in, in camps. Now, that is is a, a relevant question that Val is asking, but the answer to that, that Sammy Wilson is going to to understandably use, if I put that to him, because we've brought this up before, is that those camps began the separation of children into uh, in, in, into custody began under Barack Obama. Oh, well, this is not about giving a free pass to any former president as if they uh, were blameless. Uh, so some of these problems uh, did start under previous presidencies. I think what we've seen under the Trump presidency, there was a massive expansion of that program uh, where thousands of children, tens of thousands of children have been separated from their families. Some extraordinarily uh, small young children, infants, toddlers, um, and put into really quite inhumane detention conditions. And we know as well that uh, when, when the time has come for some of those children to be reunited with their families, the authorities have not been able to do so because they have messed up the records and that those families are now uh, essentially in, in orphanages or, or, or continue to be separated from their families. So there is a huge problem here. And I suppose that's a, I suppose a manifestation of this very negative uh, approach that uh, Donald Trump has taken towards uh, migrants and towards asylum seekers, uh, putting in place the infamous uh, so-called Muslim ban, uh, massively restricting the flow of asylum seekers, the number that the, uh, that the United States would permit. And again, that's 
uh, in contravention of the United Nations uh, Convention on Refugees, which says that everybody fleeing persecution or war has a right to seek asylum. So there are a whole range of concerns. And I think when uh, when I and some others gather outside City Hall this evening at half six, for those who want to join us, and for the thousands who will be demonstrating in London and elsewhere and in Dublin over the coming days, it is those concerns about human rights and climate change and other issues, both at home and abroad, that bring us to the streets. And, and I suppose drive us to say this is not wrong and it will not pass without us saying so and to, to see the UK government rule out the red carpet and bestow the honour of a state visit because this isn't just a normal uh, head of government to head of government visit. This is a, a state visit with full pomp and ceremony which is a, an honour only bestowed on two previous US presidents. For it, to be, uh, for it to be given to Donald Trump I think causes many, many people uh, right across the political spectrum a huge cause for concern. Tommy Wilson did make the point that muted would have been a good word for protest against the Chinese leader and Amnesty International may make their voice heard against uh, ills around the world and indeed the human abuse, the human rights abuses around the world. But politicians have not done that to the extent that they're doing it now. He used Jeremy Corbyn as as an example of someone who was prepared to meet the Chinese leader, was not prepared to dine with, with Donald Trump. Why why are, the, why are the protests not as loud against China as they are against America? Well, I can tell you as far as Amnesty International is concerned, uh, we speak out very loudly uh, against human rights abusers of whatever country. And actually later today, uh, both in London and in Belfast and elsewhere around the world, Amnesty will be marking the 30th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre where hundreds of students were mowed down by the Chinese army defending uh, the Chinese government. Uh, uh, and, and so we will not be found wanting wherever the human rights abuse comes from and whatever the political view of the administration or the political system of the particular country. I can't speak for any politician or any other political party out there. What I would say is that uh, everybody uh, should unite behind common values, common values encapsulated in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which says we are all born equal and we all are entitled to these rights simply by virtue of being human. And there's a, 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 there's a requirement almost on us, an obligation on us to show that sense of common solidarity with one another. Whoever the abuser is and whoever the victim is, where somebody has their rights abused, we should be willing to stand up and be counted. And we will do that, whether it's uh, President Trump from the US or President Xi from China or any uh, other president or ruler who is abusing the rights of human beings in their own country or internationally. And I think that that's why we will be marching and why we will be demonstrating uh, today. Okay, uh, Patrick Corrigan from Amnesty International. Uh, thank you. Thanks to Sammy Wilson as well. Your opinions are flying through here. I have your say. Oh two eight nine oh treble three one oh five. If you are just switching on the radio, good morning. The rain is getting closer. It's going to be a wet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 